Hey there, are you a local mom business owner? If so, we've got some exciting news to share with you all. The doors to our Working Moms of San Antonio business owners community are now open. Join us now in our supportive new community for local networking events, customizable social media templates, classes and workshops, business resources, and to be a part of our exclusive referral directory. We love to help our working mom business owners grow. So visit workingmomsofsanantonio.com backslash membership, or just click the link in the show notes to join us. See you in the community. We're Erica Radis and Marie Lifschultz, a San Antonio area realtor and lender, but most importantly, we're working moms. The goal of this podcast is to provide support and a sense of community to San Antonio area working moms like us. So join us in trying to find a balance between career, family, and everything in between. Welcome to this week's episode of the Working Moms of San Antonio podcast. We're here with Isabel Lopez, and she is a transformation coach. And so now we're going to turn it over to her and let her discuss all the things she's got going on. Yes. Hi. Thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I've been in your Working Moms group for a little while now, too. So it's it's really nice. I love what you guys are doing with that. It's, it's oh, pretty, honestly, like out of all the Facebook groups, you guys are my favorite Facebook group because oh. the people in it are nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's a nice group of ladies. <laughs> it is. It's a, really good, it's a lot of ladies, but it's a good group. They, they really, truly want to help each other. And it's nice to, it's, it's nice to have that community. Yes, it is a nice community. So I am a transformation coach. I'm a certified primal health coach. And I have been working um, as a health coach for about six years. Actually, no, my son's nine. So shortly after he was born. So more like nine years now. Um, I started working, helping women um, achieve their weight loss and health goals. At the time, I was struggling a little bit myself because I had just had a baby. Um, And this has always just been kind of like, um, I've always been interested in, you know, uh, nutrition and health from a very young age, even though I didn't really approach it the right for the right reasons when I was younger. But I think the more that I got into it, I started to learn that, you know, it wasn't so much about the negative things of it, which is like being skinny and like all these things, but it's more about being healthy and strong and, you know, confident with yourself. And so I started, you know, taking a different route and that's really helped me come a long way in my career and as a person and the way I raise my family too. Yeah. Definitely. I think it's so hard. I mean, especially for women, we do sort of, I mean, a lot of us grow up with those sort of negative thoughts like, you know, oh, I've got to, and I know I do, oh, I've got to diet, you know, I've got to do this, I've got to be skinny. So I love that your approach is really more focusing on the healthy, sounds like healthy body, healthy mindset, you know? And so that's, that's so important. I've, I, I, you know, as I've always been an, I was an overweight child, overweight teen, and as an adult, and I think I started really and I've, I've always felt like I was confident. I, I, I liked myself. So I always had that. But I felt as I've gotten older, um, it's not so much the look. I, I still enjoy the way I look. It's just more um, I need to make some decisions because it's going to affect me a lot later in life that I realized my knees hurt a little bit more. <laughs> um, things are harder to do. And I don't like that part of it. I don't like that. You know, it affects your sleep habits. 
So there's little, a lot of things that, and, and it changes your health changes as you get older, like things after I had kids, I'm like, I don't, I had C-sections and I'm like, I don't think he put stuff back the way it, <laughs> like it was there before, like things, your body changed and, and things that worked before don't work right. after having kids again. So there's always unique and there's so much misinformation on um, the internet and so forth. So you don't know what's out there. That's right. true. You know, mm-hmm. so there's just too much information out there. I mean, and honestly, like, I think a lot of times, you know, it's it's not the lack of knowledge. Many times people know what they should do or they think they know what they should do because of all of the information online, but they either don't know how to apply it or, you know, you need like support. You know, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of women don't have that in their homes. Men too, right? Like sometimes in a relationship, one's ready to get healthy and like just feel better and the other one isn't. And I think that you know, one, it affects the relationship, but two, it affects the person trying to make changes for themselves because the other one's just kind of pulling them back. And so they, you know, having somebody who can support you and kind of like, you know, give you advice and maybe help guide you a little bit is going to come a long, long way for that person. Yeah, I agree. Definitely yeah. agree with that. And that's what you do as a transformation coach, or is it sort of like accountability and that kind of stuff? There's um, a lot of accountability. Um, I, I have a, so I, I work one-on-one and group, right? So we do a lot of one-on-one, my, you know, with my client, right? Individually with each individual client, what they're going through, how I can help them individually. But then we also have a community aspect um, and we'll do group coaching. So we'll have calls like we are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, where we're all on it together and everybody can um, ask questions. Many times people have the same question. Um, and so listening to one person ask it, they can, they realize, oh, okay, yes. it's, it's a thing, right? And so everybody can just kind of feels comfortable and they make big friends. And then you have all that accountability support from someone other than myself, right? Um, you can get that from friends too, or maybe they start if they're local to each other, which a lot of my clients are not even in San Antonio, um, they'll get together and, you know, do things, go for walks or whatever, if they yeah. can, if they're near each other. So. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, no, that's great. That sounds like it would be super helpful. <laughs> yeah. 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 A lot of times they struggle, you know, just having to do it by themselves. So mm-hmm it's, you know, it's just helpful to have somebody who can guide you through all of that. Um, And then when it comes to the nutrition and exercise part too, like um, one of the things that like women always tell me is like, Hey, um, well, I need to lose weight. I've already started running or I need to start running. And I don't even run at all. (laughs) Like really, I want, and so I really (laughs) want women to understand that you don't have to go like, pound the pavement and like feel horrible all the time in order to make progress. It's actually can be a very enjoyable process. Um, That's so good to know. That's like my least favorite thing. I hate that, (laughs) but you do feel like you you have to to do it. Yeah. And it's like, I like my body just like, I'm not running unless I'm running away from something. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) something after me, I just hate it. And so, um, you know, that's so good to know. (laughs) I actually used to run a lot when I was, younger I did miles and miles a day and I remember like I was in so much pain all the time my legs were always you know just in pain 
uncomfortable and I didn't really see any change. Um, so I didn't really, but I thought that's what I had to do. And so I did it anyway, because that's just always, when it comes to health and nutrition, that's just who I've always been. I would do the things even if I didn't like them. Um, thankfully over the years I have learned that I can act, there's, you know, I can, it's enjoyable, right? Like you don't have to run. In fact, walking is a way better exercise than running because for one, if you're just doing it to like, you know, you need to get steps in, burn calories, and you're going to be able to walk for a lot longer than you are going to be able to We're run. Going to run. Right? Yeah. So that makes yeah. sense in that sense. And then also, we already walk, right? So let's say you go out for like a mile walk, but that that's not the only thing that counts, right? You also, you, you do chores and you go to the grocery yeah. store and you walk across the parking lot and all of those things also count. So you don't actually have to like, you know, run to all of the chores or anything in order to get that stuff done. Sometimes you don't even have to break a sweat. You know, it's just about the movement. And yeah. like you were saying earlier, your knees hurting, walking's really going to help. And I have had clients that, so I had one client in particular that would tell me, you know, her knees really hurt. And then one day she sent me a picture of her skating and she's like, I never thought I would be able to do this, but you know, because I've lost weight and I've been doing this, like my knees don't hurt anymore. And I'm, I'm skating like roller skating. That is a huge deal for so many people. Like it's not an easy yeah. thing to do. So, you know what I mean? As you start moving around more, you can do all that stuff. But my main goal usually is to teach them about nutrition. So that's mainly where I got my start is teaching people how to eat. Um, and then I've started incorporating exercise now as I've seen how exercise has helped me as well. Okay. Yeah. I think nutrition is the biggest part of your, your health. And I think you can do a lot of things with food and just learning how to do it. But again, a lot of information's out there. Just what is the right way and what works for, I'm assuming it would be individualized for that person because he's, each, each person's different. So in a lot of um, ways, they are yeah. different. It's not as different as you would mm-hmm. imagine, but yes, like yeah. everybody is different and they have different needs, energy right. needs too, you know, how active they are or how not yeah. active they are. Yeah. So who would you say is like your typical client? I mean, it sounds like you do help women. Um, is it of a certain age group or, mm-hmm. or how does that work? Right. So I have... Yeah, the majority of the women that I have worked with, I have also worked with men, though not as much. Um, but the majority of the people that I've worked with are women between the ages of 35 and 40. And okay. I chose that age group because that's my age group. And um, I'm 40 years old and I just recently turned 40. But I want to be able to um, connect with my clients. Right. It just kind of wouldn't really make sense if I'm 25 years old, never had any kids, never had any weight issues. But I'm trying to teach someone who's got all of these things. Right. Something that I've never even been through. Right. So the best place to um, come from as a coach is experience. Right. You've been there. You've gone through it. You came out the other end, you know, stronger and better. And now you can help somebody else do it. And honestly, like. I have done been doing this for a long time, but even a person who, you know, just being a little ahead of the person that they're teaching is enough, right? Like, you know, something that they don't know. So maybe yeah. like 
you know, anybody could technically be a coach. It's like, I'll bring you along to my walks, right? And because see how well I'm doing. And all I'm doing is going for a walk. Mm-hmm. And so now this person is going for a walk. Well, now you coach that person right, to go yeah. for walks and start improving their life. And so you just need to be a little bit um, ahead of the other person and be able to teach them and come from a place of experience. You don't want to teach them something yeah. you don't know nothing, anything about. Right, right. No, I agree, you know, yeah. That's, that's a, I'm a part of that age group as well. I'm 35 years old now. Um, and I just wonder if part of your your... I guess, work, does it ever have to do with like changing in hormones and different things like that? Like, I feel like at 35 years old for me, it's so easy for me to put on weight and it's so hard for me to get it off. No matter if I exercise, no matter if I eat just vegetables, (laughs) you know? And so I just feel like there is a lot of like, starting around 35 years old, there is a lot of like hormonal stuff going on with women. Mm -hmm. Um, And I wonder if you guys touch on any of that at all, because it is to do with that particular age group. Yeah. Uh, we do talk about hormones. Um, I have found, uh, and again, I have personally experienced kind of like pre-menopausal symptoms in the past. Yeah, same. Um, you know, disturbance, sleeping, and like going to sleep, but getting waking up and not being. And I struggled for actually a few years, especially after I had my son. Um, and with weight gain and like weight loss and all that stuff. And it, it at the end of the day, all came down to like what I was eating, what I was drinking, right? Yeah. I've learned that alcohol really affects that too. Um, how am I exercising? Because exercise can be too much and it'll increase your stress. And then once, if you're like overly stressed at work, overly stressed at home, and then you're going to the gym and like doing this overly stressful workout and then all of those things, and then not eating appropriately, probably cutting calories, so under eating, all of those things will definitely have an impact on your hormones. But it's not like, you know, it's not this thing where, um, well, you know, I have to fix my hormones before I can lose weight or before right. I can be healthier. Because if that's, you know, it it's all goes together, everything ties in together. And Believe it or not, almost everything that you suffer in your body has to do with food, right? Because yeah. it, it can either be medicine or it can be poison. And that is like super, um, a, like a really strong, might be a really strong statement, but it's yeah. true, right? Yeah. I mean, you can be poisoning your body on a daily basis with the kinds of foods that you eat, or you can be nourishing your body. And all yeah. of those things will make an impact on your hormones for sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think a lot of times, like if we're stressed, we eat things that maybe we shouldn't, and that just increases mm-hmm. uh, the yes, opportunity to to gain weight. Yeah, and then I think the challenge is that after becoming a mom and a, a you know, someone who's who works, trying to fit it in and finding things that work and not feel guilty about it, I think mm-hmm. is also a factor for a lot of people. And I'm a little, I'm 43, so I'm a little old in the older, but I've noticed mm-hmm. it's just more difficult to because the, the kids are more active. I'm I'm getting them to their activities, but not taking care of myself a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, and I, I, I had lost uh, some weight very recently and um, I wasn't able, I don't think I did it the right way. Um, I reduced mm-hmm. calories and I, I realized at that time, the only good thing about it is I realized I didn't drink enough water. Like water was a big deal. I didn't realize how much I didn't drink. Um, but as soon as I got out of my habits, the weight just came back on. <laughs> like it was, it yeah. wasn't something that was sustainable. And I realized like, it has to be a little bit different. 
So can you talk about a little bit of how your program works, Isabel, like things that you do with a client? Like what what, what is something or a day like that looks like for you? Right. So um, I call it the SLU method, right? (laughs) Because uh, it's an acronym for sleep, lift, eat, walk, right? And so these four things need to be done. And you could start with just one thing, right? And then um, add to it as you get better at doing the things. Um, Or you could start doing them all at once. But doing them consistently is what's going to really take you a long way, right? So those four things done over and over again, over time will make a difference, right? So sleep is, I think, um, up there with food, probably the most important part of it. Um, And we all struggle with it, right? After we have kids because of the kids and then hormones and all of this stuff, but um, what we eat and how late we eat really affects our sleep. Scrolling really affects our sleep. So one of the main things that I would want people to do is like focus on getting better sleep. And what happens is that if you're well rested and you feel better in the morning, maybe you'll wake up a little bit earlier and now you have time to eat a healthy breakfast, right? Instead of like waking up last minute to go to work rush um, because you're tired from the day before and you didn't get enough sleep. So it all connects, right? Um, lifting weights, I highly recommend lifting weights for women. And I know that's probably like a huge topic and maybe if you guys have questions about that, let me know because, um, we have been told not to lift weights or like lifting weights is for men or it's going to make you bulky and all of these things that are absolutely not true. And I think that it has really affected women in the long run because, um, as we age, first of all, we need muscle in our right? Whether it's muscle we were born with and just kind of naturally have, or we build muscle. But as we age, we lose muscle. As soon as you start, you turn 30, I think maybe 35, you start losing muscle. Every year you lose a certain percent of muscle. And if you don't do anything about it, then you get older and now your bones start to get weaker. You know what I mean? And as you age, you have trouble moving and walking. And so muscle, what's going to do is help you stand up straight, keep your hips, protect your bones, right? And so you're able to last longer without needing help from people to get up and sit down and walk here and go to the toilet. Also, I've noticed, and I've noticed this in myself, is that, and I, because I've noticed it like in younger generation too, they fall a lot. People fall, right? All yes. the time. And I have tripped many times, but I never fall. And I realize now that it's because I'm strong enough to like stop myself and hold myself up or um, balance, you know what I mean? Catch my balance if I tripped. And a lot of people who constantly fall is because of that. You know what I mean? They they don't have the balance. They don't have the strength to hold themselves up when they trip or, you know, any little thing makes them tip over. And so lifting weights is super important for women. That makes sense to me. I think a lot of jobs have become sedentary like we don't do a lot of manual jobs so we're not I mean we lose just sitting around you know I do I I, my 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 job is at a desk at a computer on the phone Mm -hmm. um so I think you're right like (laughs) the more you're on you know you don't move and you're not building that muscle you that's why a lot of people break hips you know they have you know issues with their legs and and so forth as they get older and once they do that it's hard to and if you're older to get healthier but to get back to it so makes a lot of sense I use a story 
often that um, actually I heard from my mentor, um, he talks about, you know, how older, you know, old ladies or old men often die from like hip fractures, right? Yes. Um, and it's not so much the hip fracture that killed them, but let's say they got up at night to go to the bathroom, which maybe shouldn't have happened because you should be able to sleep through the night without having to go to the bathroom. But let's say, you know, so that's one. And then they get up and they maybe trip and they can't hold themselves up. So they fall and they break a hip because they don't have anything to protect them from breaking the hip. And then they go to the hospital and then their um, heart and their lungs can really sustain all that stress because they're not very active. And then they get pneumonia. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. one thing so after the other. Effect. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Domino effect. Right. And so like my mentality about life and about people in general is to try to avoid that like what can we do to you know not be the fragile old lady that we're all going to end up being old ladies but do we have to be you know fragile and sick and how are we going to age like it's okay you know we're all going to age but are we going to start getting sick at the age of 30 you start getting sick and just kind of live miserably for the rest of your life, or, you know, you're active, you're healthy and age. And then one day you die without having all of the, you know what I mean? Enjoy your entire life. Yeah. Instead yeah. of like the last 20 years it being like, you feeling like an old woman who can't really do anything. You know right. what I mean? That's not fun. That's not fun at all. No, yeah. It can be fun. So Let's like my whole <laughs> mentality about everything is like having the best life possible as we age. Mm-hmm. Right. right? And also muscle really helps to burn fat and not gain weight. So like earlier you were mentioning, um, you talked about how you lost some weight, but then as soon as you stopped doing certain things, you gained it all back. First of all, that's always going to happen, right? Because like you need to um, put your habits into place forever. Like you can't really ever stop eating healthy. You can't ever stop exercising because those things will come back. But also... How fast is something that you can control? Because if you lift weights and you have muscle, then your body is better able to process the kinds of foods that you eat. Um, and you burn more calories with doing less. Right. And so all the, you know, it's just really, really important. Well, I think in this situation I had lost about lost I lost 50 pounds, which was, was wonderful. And I That's felt right. Really I didn't realize funny. how much weight was pressure was on my knees. I, I didn't think I hurt, but then I'm like, oh, this is this is not so bad. This is actually great. Um, but the, the calorie intake that I was taking was a lot, uh, was, was not sustainable. I didn't realize I needed to eat more and like it, it was, yeah. But, um, I, so building habits that you can continue to do. So yes, you can, you're going to lose weight if you don't eat. I mean, that's going to happen, but that's right. not sustainable. You can't do that. So I realized, I mean, I didn't get it all back, but I gained some of it back and it's frustrating. I'm like, I built better eating habits but I don't know how to get back. I mean, like yeah. I, I have, I'm struggling with that part and it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I mm-hmm. think that, but I wasn't incorporating, you know, uh, building muscle. Like I, I was, it was really focused on my diet and what I was eating and in t- water intake was a big deal. Um, that's a huge, like, yeah. that's okay, mm-hmm. right? The more you implement good eating habits, you will eventually have more energy and on your own, you might be like, oh, maybe I'll start exercising. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be like everything. You don't have to start everything now, but like, as you see that you're feeling better, maybe you can be like, "Eh, maybe I can 
work out a couple of days a week now. Yeah. You know, and you know, things like that is little by little. It doesn't have to be all at once either. Although it does help to see uh, more change faster. Yes. Yes. It's motivating. I can tell you that. It is motivating. motivating. I know my issue, especially being a working mom is that I sometimes don't have time to eat or I don't make time to eat. So like, I won't, I'll have coffee for breakfast in the morning and I won't eat, you know, all day. And then at night I'm so freaking hungry (laughs) that I will (laughs) overeat and just eat whatever, you know what I mean? And so it's like, then, and I just feel like the weight has just come on and on and on and on, you know? And it's like, I need, I know, I know that, like you said before, you know, the things that you have to do, but then you just have to like do those things, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do I do those things? Yeah. How do I make yeah. It work? For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I said, they're, they're just habits over time. So, you know, you have to make it a point. Like if you, like you said, you're busy, right. And you're working. Mm-hmm. So um, getting up earlier to have breakfast will take you a long way because now you won't be so hungry later. But what do you have to do in order to be able to get up earlier? Right. Yeah. And so we go back to sleep. Right. <laughs> right. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. And then um, another big thing that I, because I, I only eat twice a day. Right. And you would think a lot of people are always saying, you're like, oh, you need to eat every two hours. I personally don't think that's true. Actually, it's not even the right mindset because, okay. um, are you know every time we eat we get like insulin spikes right and so the best thing to do is to constantly have as like keep your blood sugar as stable as possible and so if you only eat twice a day you know you can eat three times a day as many times as you feel comfortable eating but my point is like you don't have to eat six times a day right Right. and have all these little meals prepped because that takes off a bunch of time but like um i get up in the morning and i usually don't have breakfast until noon or one right okay and but and that's the time I feel hungry so there's that right it doesn't have to be a six morning breakfast ultimately breakfast is just breaking your fast whatever time you break your fast that's what time your breakfast is that's breakfast that yeah so make that first meal epic right protein healthy fats stay away from the processed carbohydrates sugar cereal pop tarts that kind of stuff yeah. And just make it a big, healthy, protein-filled meal. And that's going to carry you for a long period of time because you're going to be full for a long time, satisfied mainly. And what I've noticed is um, just like a reduction in cravings, which is a big deal for women, yeah. I find, are constantly telling me, what do I do about my cravings and my cravings? Yeah. And it's like, I'm not going to give you something to satisfy your sweet tooth because then you won't get rid of your sweet tooth. It's not yeah. sweet, sweet teeth or sweet teeth. Sweet tooth isn't something that we're just born with. It's something that we create from eating sugar, right? Yeah. It's, it's a sugar addiction pretty much. And so if I give you something for that, then you're just going to continue wanting more. So right. instead, what you have to do is eat enough so you're satisfied. And then that will keep you from like wanting to snack here and there. You know what I mean? Especially in the yeah. evening. I find the evening wanting to eat is a lot of a habit and personally too. For me, if, if I'm like, oh, I'm going to have some, a snack today, then yeah. tomorrow I'll want another one in yeah. the evening. I know I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just happens constantly. So I have to actually like make a mental note of, to myself of like, no, I don't eat after this time. And then every day I kind of have to fight it a little bit and be like, no, I'm not going to eat. But of course I fed myself. 
earlier. So maybe yeah. like what time do you normally go to bed and eat a good, like even if it's your only meal of the day, make it a big healthy meal at that time so that you're satisfied enough that you're not like craving anything later on. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that makes sense. Well, I, I think a lot of women tend to snack in the evenings because they've slowed down. Like you, you've gotten your chores done, you got the kids to bed, you got them bathed, mm-hmm. work is done for the evening, hopefully. Um, and you're like, I can breathe. Yeah. Uh, what's in the freezer? Or, you know, what's right. the, <laughs> what can I so you slow down? And it's your time to just kind of like, you know, rest time, and like time, yeah. watch a little TV. And I get that completely right. Like, <laughs> but it can, it can definitely be a problem. Uh, the nighttime snacking can yeah. be a huge problem. And it affects your sleep so much too. For sure, like, um, you know, if you've eaten two hours prior to going to sleep, you're going to sleep a lot better than if you eat right before. Um, Your heart rate just has to increase your blood, your energy, like your body temp has to increase in order to process all that food. And when we sleep, our body temp needs to decrease to get a good night's sleep. And so you're kind of making it warm up instead of. Yeah, no, definitely makes sense. We're making it hard on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we are. We are. Our, just our schedule in general, I think, as working moms, we, we do that to ourselves and we don't realize the damage that we're doing. And like, I realize I feel miserable when I eat right before bed. And you have indigestion, you wake up more and it's it's, it's not, yeah, yeah, it's not fun. And you wake up in the morning kind of with a stomach ache. Or sluggish. You're real sluggish. Yeah, yeah. sluggish. Yeah. It's hard huh. to wake up. Well, that's so interesting. Um, well, <laughs> It, it sounds like there are a lot of benefits um, to using some coaching services like yours. <laughs> um, but can you tell us what are some of the favorite things that you like about what you're doing in your work? Mm-hmm. Well, my, like, the thing that I like the most is when, I'm, when I see the women um, getting results, right? Um, yeah. Because it kind of changes, like, uh, they're just so proud of themselves or they'll change the way they dress or, you know what I mean? They start just, they just look different and they become happier. And I mean, I can tell that, that difference just in their face sometimes like, cause I, I do track um, through progress pictures too. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's always very noticeable. Like the first picture, usually they don't even want to look at themselves. They're just kind of like looking to yes. the distance and, like <laughs> frowning. and their last picture, they're like, yeah, you know, so, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I need to get just, to that final space. picture. <laughs> you want to get to the final picture and, and, and it just changes the way they feel about themselves, their confidence. Um, you know, they start doing this on their own. And I, but I always have to insist because it's very like, I have, I have had clients that kind of like after working with me, they just kind of like go back to how things were. And then eventually they gain the weight back and it breaks my heart. But I ha- and, and so I don't know if I started doing this over time because of that or like several times throughout my coaching with them is like, this is not over. Like, yes, just because your relation and our relationship is not over, but our business relationship is over. Doesn't mean that it's over for you because a, I mean, yeah, you lost, let's say you lost 30 pounds, but is that the end? Like, is that all you wanted to lose? You probably want to lose more in order to do that. You need to continue like sleeping, lifting your weights, eating the right foods, taking your daily walks, you know, forever. 
And I mean, I'm not saying if you miss one day, nothing's going to happen. And see, but that's the thing too. Like the longer that you do this, now you can like, one day you can go on vacation for a week, uh, not exercise, eat what you like, drink, and then not really see any weight gain during that week. It's not even something that you have to think about. And guilt is a major thing that I like to work with women on because it's like, you've been working for the last 10 years, constantly telling yourself that you need to eat less, right? And you eat a cupcake and you eat it and you don't even enjoy it because in the back of your mind, you're constantly thinking, oh, I shouldn't be eating this and I'm what? And it's just like, and it's torture. And so you enjoy that cupcake for like two minutes. And then after that, you just hate yourself. And we don't, we don't want that. Like, yeah. I don't want that for anybody, right? Including myself. And so for the most part, I don't really eat any junk, but if today I was like, I really want like some ice cream, I'll go and find myself a good ice cream that I'm really going to enjoy. And I'm going to eat that ice cream and I'm not even going to momentarily give it a thought. I mean, 99% of the time I'm doing the work, I'm eating the right food, I'm getting the right sleep. So like that ice cream has like no effect, right? And there's going to be no change. In, in my body at all. All I have to do is that after that ice cream, the next day or whatever, I keep doing the things that I need to do. So when you get back from vacation, enjoying your life and your family and your fun and your food and doing all the things that you love doing, you come back and it's not going to take you six months putting all the way back to start over. And yeah. so you're just going to come home and now it's part of your lifestyle. So, oh, we're home now. So time to go for my walk. Time to get my workout in. Time to make sure I eat the right foods. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it it just kind of all has to kind of uh, become part of your life. It's a lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's well. It's consistency. I mean, I think I think I read somewhere that it takes thirty days to build a habit. You know, so if you're consistent for thirty days, eventually it becomes a habit that it won't feel like it's work. Yeah. No, and you're absolutely right. But yeah. I, I've seen people break their habit after 30 days and, yeah. and yeah. fall back completely. So and it does make it easier, but I think it takes it probably a little bit longer than that to like really let it click and just stick around. Yeah. Because it, right. you know, um, I don't know. I, I I honestly don't know how long it actually takes it does take 30 days to create the habit but for it to stick around it could be a little bit longer than that i I think the 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 part of the the accountability the support group that you offer within your within the business is a is a big part of the component or the biggest component probably in maintaining a healthy lifestyle is having that support someone said hey did you go for your walk or you know even if they're not you know in the coaching process at that time it's still having someone who's done the journey with you Who's, who cares about your your well being and, and have that support group? Because I think and even knowing that somebody's going to check in on you and yeah. ask you, yeah. it's going to be like, oh, I got to go get my. my yeah, I don't want to put you in the shower because I'm going to be embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's always good to have a, a a group support. Like my program is 16 weeks long, and I do it that way because that's how long it takes to, like you said, make it stick around, yeah. and actually see results because I want my clients to see it happen while they're still with me. Right. I mean, there's so many like programs out there. There's like 30 days or, and 30 days is not enough. Right. Like, yeah. What can you see in 30 days? Things, not really. <laughs> no, you might lose maybe five, maybe 10 pounds if you're lucky, but 
you know, it's a, it's not, I'm not you're not going to get continue to get results from probably doing those things over and over because your body changes and you kind of need to change things up sometimes. Um, the way that you eat, how much you eat, what kind of exercise you're doing, all of those things sometimes need to change or, you know, you do better because now you're at a higher level. So you can do a little bit better. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, so I make I like for it to be a long program so I can see I, I can take you through the whole thing. Um, and then at the end of that, I do have like a coaching container where it's just like bare minimum um, monthly check in. And, um, you know, you still get your workouts from me and you still get your, you know, your community. But it's not like it, like the 16 weeks are a lot more intense. Right. Right. Um, and then after yeah. that, it's just, you know, me checking in on you. You can still communicate with me. And then you're part of the, a monthly call. So that way we can. Um, check how you're doing and making sure that you're continuing um, your progress and you're still working and you're still putting in the, the effort. You know what I mean? I like that. I really do. I think that's a great option to have, to have that community afterwards and have someone to support you. Right. I really like that. Yeah. Great. Well, at the end, we sort of usually have our guests say um, how folks can get a hold of you for your services. Oh, okay. Um, well, let's see. I have my Instagram profile, which is Paleo Lola. Um, and then I have my Facebook group is um, Sustainable Weight Loss for Busy Moms. So I think that's, you mentioned sustainability earlier. And I was like, yeah. that's what my program's called that because you want to be able to do this long term. Right. Um, and then, of course, um, you can DM me through or my Facebook, just my regular Facebook is Isabel Lopez. So you can DM me through any one of those profiles and you can um, reach out to me from there. And then I do have my Calendly link, which is on my profiles. Got it. Perfect. Perfect. Great. Um, well, thank you so much for being on. I learned so much information um, about what I should be doing and what I'm not doing. So, <laughs> so I I'm hope sure. So. I hope that. Yeah. And I'm sure our yes. listeners have um, as well. And then I also just want to thank our listeners for tuning into this week's episode of the Working Moms of San Antonio podcast. And we will catch you guys next week. Bye, yeah. everyone. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in to the Working Moms of San Antonio podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media at our respective Instagram accounts or join our Working Moms of San Antonio Facebook group. Those links can be found in our episode description. If you have an episode topic suggestion or question, please email us at office at radisagent.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. See you next week.